Heavenly Father, I know it's been written this since the beginning. I'm seeking your truth and I'm seeking your wisdom. You got it, my steps now. You Hi, I'm Dr. Joshua. Hey, I'm Raven. Hey, and I'm KP. And this is In the Text, episode 14. Wow. 14. Wow. We here. We old. We old. here. We old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We teenagers. Teenagers. Yeah, we getting it. We getting it. Wow, that's right. exciting. For those of you joining us for the first time in the text is a podcast about the Bible and its purpose is to break down barriers that hinder our ability to really read it and unpack its truths, to address the stereotypes, to address those misconceptions we have about the scripture. Uh, last week, we were dealing with chapter four, which is the story of Cain and Abel, the children of Adam and Eve, the second generation to deal with the consequences of sin. And we look carefully at the consequences of Cain's sin who kills his brother because his brother is favored by God and not him because Cain does not offer a sacrifice to God that was pleasing to him. And we talked about the implications of that punishment, but also as Cain, even as Cain was being punished, we saw the mercy of God being shown at every step of the way from before he sinned to during the sin to after he sinned, we see God's mercy. So that's one of our lessons we took from last week. How'd I do? That 10 was, out of 10. Yeah, that was a great. That Dr. Was Josh, awesome. Dr. Josh, yeah. these recaps, boy. I know. He's so good. I want to try one. Yeah. How about next week? Ooh. <laughs> you know, we'll work our way up. You know, we'll, we'll crash and we get there, you know? Okay. Okay. I mean, God is good. Oh, okay. Man. So uh, before we get started, we have to invite our fourth co-host. And KP, you did it last week. So yes, sir. Does that mean it's my turn? It's on the doctor. Okay. All right. Father God, we just come before you right now. And we just, uh, we know you're here with us already, but yes. we are just saying to you that we're open and ready for you to engage with us. We respect your thoughts. We honor your thinking and your principles and all the ways in which you're teaching us. So we, uh, we pray, Lord God, that we will be attentive to your wisdom as we read your word. Bless this time in the scripture in Jesus name. Amen. 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 All right. Awesome. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited. This story is getting really interesting, and I'm learning things that, I mean, I thought I knew the Bible, but I'm, <laughs> I know. I don't know how, I mean, it just tells you that it's the gift that keeps on giving. Well, you were praying. I was literally thinking, like, man, God, like, thanks so much for allowing us to be able to get in scripture like this, like, for yeah. even giving us this scripture. Like, it's so, I don't know. It's just amazing. Like, not only does he give principles and how to apply it and, you know, about grace, but he also gives us stories and examples about other people's lives um, and how to help us, you know, not follow down some of these same rabbit holes. So, yeah. And I, and, I, and I love how um, just being able to stu- study Dr. Josh, if anybody don't know, like Dr. Josh is a, uh, you got your doctorate in English, right? Yes. And so um, just being able to learn from you in um your expertise and how even like we all look at the text differently yeah and so to be able to um see how you can look at different nuances of it like dang i ain't never looked like that and so it kind of it kind of helps me even in my and now in my own personal study time me too you know i've learned to study in different ways so me too i appreciate this platform so and i hope you guys are 
enjoying it too. I hope you guys have been able to engage with scripture in a brand new way. Yeah. So thank you. I know I've thanked you several times on this podcast. <laughs> but no, thank you for, for this initiative and yeah. for, for moving forward with it. It's been great. And I thank the two of you. I mean, to be vulnerable and to just put our thoughts out there unrehearsed mm-hmm. and um, I'm learning from you, getting fresh perspectives, ways of, of thinking about this. So uh, learning experience for all of us. Yeah. And um, so we're going to pick this up with, with Cain out there. He is he out there. <laughs> what, are you, what are you thinking about him right now? Like he's had his punishment. He's been banished from like, I won't call it paradise, but wherever he was in, it, we're saying he was in Eden, mm-hmm. not in the garden. Um, and it seems as if the, my guess is that there's just four people in Eden right now. Yeah. Adam, Eve, Cain, and Abel. That's my guess. We don't know that. Right. But it still is a place where he can experience the presence of the Lord. Yeah. Um, so, in fact, can we just look at verse 16, actually? Because that's that's what's hitting me right now. Right? Because it's talking about God's sure. presence. It says, so Cain gets punished. God makes sure that Cain is protected from harm because people feel they can harm him because he's a fugitive. Mm-hmm. So God does that. Um, and then verse 16, he says, then Cain went out from the presence of the Lord mm. and dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. So this sounds physical. Yeah. Like there was a physical, it seemed like there was a physical presence of God yeah. that was accessible where Cain was in Eden. And then he had to leave it. And I think this is what he was referring to when he says, I shall be hidden from your face. Like, I won't mm. have access to mm. you in the same way. Mm. Yeah. That's good. Because my translation says um, in that verse, verse 14, I will be hidden from your presence. Mm. Mm. That's good. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's referring to the same thing. So yeah. that's, I never focused on that before. Yeah. And I never imagined that people had access to God like that after the fall, but clearly they right, did. Yeah, they if you wanted it. Yep. Ooh, if you wanted it. Yeah, that's tough. Like seeing this right here, um, <laughs> God, it reminded me. I'm not sure if y'all seen, you know, that old Ten Commandments movie when uh, Moses, <laughs> Moses was in the desert just walking. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think about when like, because like yo, know, he just just on his own outside the presence just man I got this mark on my head <laughs> don't know where I'm going <laughs> you know like like that that gotta be real tough yeah they gotta real the ground don't work for me no more <laughs> I wonder what that felt like to leave the presence of God. Yeah. Like that's a whole new feeling that he's never felt or experienced yeah. before. Because all he's known since he was little mm-hmm. was this presence. It wasn't the same form his parents knew. It was still a very tangible form. Mm-hmm. Like you, you know, we can even relate to like when we're, you know, when we're not in certain worship atmospheres or whatever and how that mm-hmm. feels. But like, this is on a whole different level. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I and don't know. it, it says he goes to the land of Nod, which in Hebrew means to wander. So it's almost like a play on words. Like it's a place where people just want, like he never was ever settled. Like he, it's just this restlessness. That was, that's that was tough. the curse. 
That's probably one reason why he couldn't. Uh, that's another reason why tilling the ground didn't work anymore either, because he couldn't he couldn't stay in one place anymore. Mm. He was just restless, always moving. That's tough. He was in a place where he can just keep. That's tough. <laughs> that's tough. But no, think about it. Like one thing that we know that it's a promise and a gift to us that's repeated in scripture is rest. Mm. Mm-hmm. God is so good. He doesn't want us to operate from this place of anxiousness and rat racing and all this stuff. Like he, his, in his kingdom, it operates from a place of rest. Yeah. So a curse for Cain, you just said it, was he doesn't have this rest anymore. Now, you're restless. Now everything is, you know, anxiety filled and, and turmoil filled. And now you have to think about where am I going to get my food from? And how mm. am I going to like everything, like your thoughts, your life is just restless. I know. There's no peace. Yeah. And just, just think like, you know, like your guilty conscience, like even us, like when we sin, you know, yeah. sometimes like it rehearsed. Like, I could have did this, but I could have did yeah. that. But just, like, you know, I'm away from God. I killed my brother. Like, wow. all that probably can, was, like, playing in his head, like, God, over me. and over again. Like, that's tough. God, that's tough. I feel like he was given to his own devices. Mm. Because he never repents. Wow. He oh, never says, after. he never, like, he knows the way back. He knows you got to sacrifice an animal. He never, ever does that. He wow. just says, this is hard. And so, to me, Whoa. like, toil and working the soil is already kind of restlessness. Like, mm-hmm. I got to keep working to make this work. And so, when God says, okay, this is what you want, then this is all you're going to have. <laughs> and he's just restless the whole time. But it's that, it's that same spirit of restlessness. He's always working, and now he's cursed with the fruit of his own way because he doesn't wow. ever want to turn back. Jesus. Oh my gosh. He doesn't change his ways. Right. That's tough. He literally got you, Dr. Josh, like that just brain blast right now. Like he, God literally gave him over to his own devices. Like even think about Cain, Abel's offering. We talked about that. It was from a place of um, surrender, mm-hmm. right? of submission to the Lord. Like, you know what, Lord, I don't have, I, my works cannot produce a good enough sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Like, I just have to give, um, you know, in, in faith and in trust, right? Asking you to be the grace and the covering for me. Whereas Cain, on the other hand, he gave from, you know, his toil and his efforts. So he never had even, not, I don't want to say never, but we can assume like, like you were saying, like his life has just been patterns of restlessness, of him striving, of these accolades, of these things, he was in the environment of rest and peace. Mm. Mm. Yep. But because he was so focused on his achievements, as his accolades, he sure. couldn't even see the environment that he was in. And so, like you said, God was just like, you know what? This is how you've been operating anyways. I'm going to just give you over. Yes. I'm just give so you over you to that. Yeah. Mm. You, you, mm-hmm. this is... I, I was trying to let you operate in my peace and in my rest like your brother, but you didn't want that life. It's so here's what restlessness really looks like. It's crazy because I think he knew he knew what it was like, though. Even though he had that mindset, he knew what it was like because he asked God, yo, don't take your don't presence. Don't take your presence away. <laughs> don't take your presence because I know what your presence is. Yeah, because even in, even in his accolades and him working, there was still a covering yep. that he had in the presence of God that mm-hmm. he no longer has access to Man. because he's a restless wanderer. 
Jesus. He knew it was rough out there in these streets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, like, he's protected from harm from people's vengeance, but mm. he's not protected from his own vices. Mm, and so he's just wandering. Yeah. Um, but somehow, um, he has some kind of game because <laughs> <laughs> next person he is. He gets hooked up. Right. It says that Cain knew his wife, and mm-hmm. she conceived and bore Enoch. And check this out. And he built a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son, Enoch. Now, tell me what y'all think about that. I'm trying to make sense of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, built a city and named it after his son. Clearly, we don't know what happened in that time span or how long it was. But um, I think I think he got to a place where he got over himself um, from just from that right there, um, him with the son Enoch. Because is this the same Enoch? No, that's not the same Enoch. No. Oh, okay, okay. But as we go on through the through the lineage right here, we see something at the end of it, which we'll go to later on. But um, I think something probably clicked in his head in some way. So you feel like he, um, when you say clicked in his head, you feel like he stopped being a wanderer? I felt like there probably was a, a resolve in his head or something that made him feel like, okay, this is my situation. Um, I'm going to make, make the, the best, best out of it. it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I feel that. I, yeah. I, I, I can see that. I think he was operating from pride. Ooh. Ooh. I, that's good. The, way I that's see good. It, the way I see it is after he left this, you know, whatever, now think we can, we can now start to start differentiating people, right? We have the restful people that are close to the presence, that are operating from um, grace, that they're not worthy, mm. right? That they need Jesus to cover. And we have the restless people, mm-hmm. right? The restless people mm. is by their accolades, their achievements, they're doing this. So he's in this place of restlessness where he has to figure it out for himself now, right? Mm-hmm. And he left his wife, he had a son. He built a city. So it's his accolades again. Mm. He named it after his son, Enoch. Mm. Where did you get the right to name a city? In his mind, Mm. because I built this, Mm -hmm. this is mine. I can name this. Just like you name, you know, you name your son, right? This is my son. That's tough. I built this. This is by the work of my hands. I'm going to name it. This is not submission and, and, you know, submitting to God or whatever. This is my own accolades, my own achievements. He's still operating from this place of um, pride. Wow. Okay. I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying, I, I love what you said there. And I'm trying, to, I'm trying to work through the sequence of events because, so on the one hand, he can't, he, like God's telling him that he can't ever settle anywhere because he's always going to be restless. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to put this together because I do believe that makes sense that he's prideful. He wants to do something. Um, his uh, he has some level of like we know he's, he was skilled at tilling the ground, mm-hmm. so he has to find something else to make a name for himself. Mm-hmm. He builds a city. 
I'm wondering if he, he named it after his son he can't, because he needs his son to run it because he can't he be can't. settled. That's good. Because I, I, I'm like, why doesn't he just name it after himself? That's good. But like, good. He, he, he can't be around enough to do it, but somehow he can influence other people. And I wonder if he's like a legend because nobody mm. can ever kill him. Maybe they try to. And if they do, Ooh. like God protects him right and so like he kind of has this like status right to i'm just bringing this out like he can get people to do what he wants them to do because god's gonna do it promise you know fulfill his promise right and so he's able to build this city with this influence he doesn't name it after himself he names it after his son i'm guessing because he's always on the move that is so terrible yeah yeah like you take the very thing that was used as a symbol of grace. And you're using it to boost your own ego. Don't we all? <laughs> right. You're right. But that's so yeah. wild to me. Yeah, though. that is. That is. That yeah. like, and then too, like, another question I have is just like, how did he go about even building this city? Like, how did you get so influential where you can get a bunch of people to be on your team to build this city? Where did your resources come from? Because the ground ain't working for you no more. So how did this even come to be? I love that question. <laughs> I, I, this is one of the most interesting parts of the Bible because it explores human civilization. It eventually gets destroyed. So I'm like, why, yeah. God, why are we talking about this? Right. Um, but, but, but I love that. I love that. KP, what do you think about it? Um, I mean, yeah. I, uh uh, this is I don't know, man. I I think I have to uh jump on uh Ray's bandwagon now with this whole uh pride issue. Yeah. Um because just look just looking at all this and see, I don't wanna do am I allowed to jump ahead? Come on. <laughs> Let's keep it in this text. How, Let's keep it in this. I mean, but what? How, we, how, what, what how we many do? verses can I go down? Oh, you mean like in the, another chapter? No, or no, the same? no, no, no. Oh, same chapter. Same, same, same chapter. Well, let's just read it then. Like you trying to get to the end? Nah, I was just thinking about Lamech. Okay, I, I'm and I'm feeling okay. you on that. So okay, let's, I'll let's wait. Just, no, let's just read. Let's just keep reading um, to see if we get some more um, information about like the nature of this city and what he's doing. So why don't you pick it up? Why don't you take verse seventeen? And just read until you get to the place that is making sense to you. Oh, man. I don't want to jack up these names. That's okay. Everybody <laughs> reading it is jacking them up, too. So just, yeah. Oh, man. All right. Here we go. Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bore Enoch. Uh, when he built the city, he called the name of the city after the name of his son, Enoch. Mm -hmm. To Enoch was born Irad, and Irad fathered. Of Mahujael. Mahujael? Mehujael. Mehujael and, and Mehujael yeah. fathered Methusael. And Methusael fathered Lamech, and Lamech took two wives, and the name of the one was Ada, mm -hmm. and the name of the other was Zillah. Zillah. Mm -hmm. Zillah. Ada. No, I mean, like, I'm never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it was Zillah, but I'm talking about Zillah Nim. Right. <laughs> Lamech them. Right. <laughs> Amen. Um Jabel, he was the father of those who dwelled in tents and have livestock. Mm. 
His brother's names was Jubel. He was the father of all those who played the Lorraine wow. pipe. Zilla, Zilla also bore Tubacane. Tubacane. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a for, uh, <laughs> the forger of all instruments of bronze and iron. Wow. The sister of Tubacane was Nima. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Lamech said to his wives, Ada and Zilla, hear my voice. Your wife, you wives of Lamech, listen to what I say. I have killed a man for wounding me, a young man for striking me. If Cain's revenge is sevenfold, then Lamech's is seventy yeah. sevenfold. That's crazy. So that was that was the part I was trying to get to, just how like that pride. Yep. Before you get to that, let's okay. just summarize for our listeners okay, what for sure. we just read. Like so in your, <laughs> like like if you were to put in your own words what we just read, what would you say happened? So like starting starting at verse 17, mm-hmm. uh Cain built a city. Mm-hmm. And then it says he had kids, and yep. it's his son, his grandson, his great-grandson, etc. Mm-hmm. Then one of his descendants, Lamech, right, mm-hmm. he has two wives. Mm-hmm. And then those wives have sons. Mm-hmm. Each of those sons is an influencer. Yeah. Yep. Because they all pioneer something. They all contribute. Uh, yeah. To so one, one is the one who is the one who begins, uh, is the one who... Um, is the pioneer people living in livestock. Another one is the whole thing makes music. instruments and music. Mm-hmm. And the other one is um, is a crass person in bronze and iron. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Lamech, the next part is he's 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 talking to his wives and he's bragging about how his legend is going to be greater than Cain's legend. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I yep. just I wanted to say that part first and then yeah. go ahead go and ahead. say what you're Yeah, that's just I don't know, I feel like it's just like a a mini hood. <laughs> it's like a, like a mini gang or something, yeah. especially especially with L- like Lamex's mindset. It's wild. Like, yo, like somebody wounded me, so, you know, I had to kill a man. You feel me? Gangster. <laughs> He's a gangster. Right. right. It's a whole world yeah. of gangsters. Right. Yeah. I had to kill him, and a young, another young man came, maybe, you know, I had to, I had to smash him, too. So, um... Uh, if Cain's, uh, if he was saved, you know what I mean? Then that means I'm going to be saved too. Like, what? How you get there? Yo, how, this is, is hip hop before hip hop. <laughs> this is urban life right. invented. <laughs> Seriously. Yes. But think about how we talked about the restful and the restless, right? We have these two different Whoa. people. That's good, so right? we got the restless. Mm. And this is just how they get. This is how they get down. Yep. Everything is by the works of their own hands. Yes. Everything is I have to show something by my own hands, mm. right? You wow. gonna see something for me? I'm gonna make a name for myself. Wow. These are. This is how the restless. This is how they get down. Mm. And they are the ones that are cultivating society. They are the ones that's moving society forward. We don't see what's happening with the restful. We don't see them contributing Ooh. to the advancement of society. That's, but we see the restless really moving society forward at this point. That's Ooh, interesting. Wow. That's Isn't so that, it, They're the innovators. Nasty. Right. They're the innovators. Right. That, They're moving society forward. They're, oh, I was just reading this from a book by C.S. Lewis called Abolition of Man. It's a really good book. I heard of it. Yeah, Lewis but he has this line where he talks about the distinction 
between innovation and moral advancement. Mm. So we have a society that's innovating, <laughs> but they're not advancing morally. Right. At all. Yes. <laughs> they're decaying yes, morally. Yes. They're decaying morally, but advancing Dancing. technologically. Oh, yeah. Oh, that sounds. And so here's the thing about cities. You know where cities form? Okay. Where there's bodies of water. Cities form where there's bodies of water. So you, we know that there's rivers tied to Eden. So yeah. what Cain does, he's innovating, right? You build a city, like, because transportation, et cetera. Like, right. so major cities, the biggest cities are often by bo- large bodies of water. Uh-huh. So he figures this out, right? And mm-hmm. so I, I feel like he's limited because of the curse that he's always wandering. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he's training his children, his great-grandchildren to be innovators and influencers. Because, you know, his legend is still there. Mm-hmm. Like, Lamech is like, man, the, the right. legend of Cain is huge. It's huge. And so Lamech is like, I'm going to go behind what my great, 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 great grandfather did. Yeah. Right? But it's all for like a bad, like, Cain doesn't build this city for God. He doesn't. He builds this city for his own glory. And it's like, on the one hand, you admire his kids for their innovation, but none of them serve God. None of them serve God. You know what this kind of sounds like? <laughs> this kind of, this, like, like when you, when you was given that, um, when you was explaining that, it kind of, um, sounds like uh the text from easter where mm. um like we're sin abound that means should like well, should we keep on sinning you know wow. like like yo should thing. we keep killing because wow. if, if wow. i if i kill that's, more than you that's then... moving this stuff forward that's making me a name exactly wow. exactly i'll just do what cain did and god will protect me he'll protect me that's so backwards. Right. That's so, but Good. that's how you, but that's where we start the society. And you brought this up um, with the curse of man, but that's how you start with the society of competition and war. Mm. Like to get what I want, to make a name for myself, I got to be the most ruthless, the most nasty, right? right? right. In true. order to make a name for myself, that's you got to know, you're not going to mess with me. You're not going to touch me. Mm-hmm. That's how I, we make a name in the wrestlers. This is how yeah. we get down over here. That's scary, yo. But look on the flip, on the restful. To make a name for yourself, to be the greatest, Jesus said, Mm -hmm. you're the least. You're the servant. Right. Wow. And to be a godly person is to be able to look at all of the technological advances and say, I see its practical benefits, but you are so far from God. That's so good. That, that is so that good. Because that, that would be my so question. Good. Like today, Dr. Josh, we live in a society of like, even like AI, we had a conversation about mm-hmm. AI and how AI is going and all this stuff. But like, how do we navigate? Like we have to have, right now we're just in a world where we just have to have screens. That's just the society that we're living in. Mm-hmm. How can we appreciate the art and the advancement, but mm-hmm. still uphold moral standards. Like, how is this as believers? Like, I'm, I'm asking real talk. Like, how are we supposed to navigate in a society where, like, everything is just super advanced? Like, how, how, how are we supposed to navigate in that space? I think, I think Genesis gives it to us. Mm-hmm. I think because, okay, because you see what Cain is doing and how powerful it is. It just seems like, well, dude, you messed up and you still 
Like, come on. I got I got wow. protection for the rest of my life. Right? And that's, that's how some scary. people who that's up that's how some people I believe who uh today who have some knowledge of God but don't respect his power, so they good. think that, you know, God is just, you know, giving me grace and yeah. wow. and they don't understand God is giving them mercy so that they can repent. Right. He's giving wow. you time to repent, but they're using that time to commit more sin. And they don't know, like, it's his mercy that's protecting them from more wrath. Right. That is so good. Oh. And he's letting them think, you know, whatever they're doing, and it's going to come to not because it's the flood is coming. We'll it's find coming. out about that right. later. It's gonna all be for naught. Yeah, king is coming. Everything they created. Everything they created. In fact, I'm gonna read this commentator. I'm reading the Jack Hayford commentator. He says, Tubal Cain developed ironworking, a skill that both scripture and archaeology demonstrate to have been lost for centuries after the flood mm. until about 1500 BC. <laughs> right. So this iron making capacity. It's like we never got that back for a long time. But they were like, society was advancing. Yeah. Rapidly. Yes. (gasps) And I think that even in their fallen state, they were closer to the the, the human powers they had in the garden than we are. So their capacity to do things and put things together was, I think, was just better. Yeah. And so it took us longer to get to the same thing. Uh, But to your point. scary. Yeah, no. But to your point, Raven, like, what do we do? In fact, why don't you read verses 25, uh, Genesis 4, 25 through 26. And so Adam made love to his wife again, and she gave birth to a son and named him Seth, saying, God has granted me with another child in place of Abel since Cain killed him. Seth also had a son and named him Enosh. And at that time, people began to call on the name of the Lord. That's your answer. Ah, there it is right there. That was good. That was good. That was good. You got the easy names. You got the easy names. Ah, we will stop you. Two syllable names. We will stop you out. That was good, though. Wow, that is really good. Man. People began to call on the name of the Lord. So, you know, so... Seeing that right there, it got it kind of. So I jumped on your bandwagon because I um, I read ahead a little bit uh, when you was talking, and I seen how they they stopped right there and went back to Adam. So I was so at first I was thinking that's why I was like he had a resolve because I thought that was from Cain lineage, but it wasn't. It was from it was from Adam. Yeah, see how they jumped. They they stopped at the mech. Like, yo, this is <laughs> this is all y'all need to know about <laughs> about yeah. them right here and where they going. <laughs> we we know what came right now. Let's go back. Well, the mech making this book. Okay, we're done. <laughs> we're done. We're done. But it it went back and wow. So right there. So yeah. And even look at like because another thing that interests me in that. So I don't want to go back because we came to really good resolve, but really quickly. Like, even look at um, the way Lamech even talked to his wife. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even look at, like, relationships between humans anymore. Like, how God was presenting Adam and Eve versus how we're seeing Lamech. And not only does he have one wife now, but now we have two wives Mm -hmm. in this story now. Yeah. 
which again is under Kane's lineage. So we're seeing, you know, this is the um, the restless, the restless folks. So we're mm -hmm. we're already seeing all that. But look at like the respect level, how he's talking to them. We talked about how you know, men and women in the garden, they, they were complementary to one another, yeah. right? They they were partners in this, right? Um, there was equality, but now we're even seeing hierarchy. We're mm -hmm. seeing, um, uh, what's it called? Polygamy. We're seeing all these things under these restless children. Polygamy is introduced under the age of restlessness and the mm. age of like Cain's yeah, we can, yeah. yep. paradigm. Yep. Um, we can see that. And it's not under the paradigm that God had established. That's good. I Thank mean, just notice that pattern. That. Yeah. yeah. And to think that there's so many things that God could have given us ab about this society of Cain mm -hmm. to give us that detail, I think is very telling. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And you, and you can see that he was, he was, he was putting fear in people. Yeah. Said, yo, so if anybody tried to do anything to me, I'm wow. just letting you know right now. <laughs> wow. Just trying to put fear in people. You wounded, it's like, you wounded me, I'm going to kill you. Right. Ooh. Yep. And nobody can't do nothing to me because God's protecting me because I killed the man. <laughs> what? Wait, that is scary. Yes. And, the, and Dr. Josh said it, but it just hit. Like, you're thinking that because civilization is advancing and because you're doing so well that God is with you. Sure do. Because mm -hmm. he was with your forefathers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. God ain't nowhere in none of that. You're progressing. <laughs> you're doing well. You're advancing society. But God ain't nowhere in any of that. But you're saying that God is with you. That's a dangerous place to be in. Like, don't get so twisted with your success and your accolades that you have it mixed up to where you think that God is walking with you. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That that's is scary. True. Mm -hmm. yep. In this whole time, Adam, and especially Eve, knows that they have the anecdote. Mm. Oh, so the they're still having, seed. I mean, all of these folks are their kids. Yeah. So these are all failed mm. um, attempts to produce the Messiah. Yes. Wow. They've had all these kids, none of them. Mm. And so finally, and I don't know if they've, if to some degree they're parenting. We talked about that in, in some of our past episodes, mm. but did their parenting play a role mm. in not cultivating with the eventual lineage that would lead? Because Abel was a prospect, but then because of how they dealt with Cain. And yeah. then finally, she says, she named it, she says, God has appointed another seed for me instead mm. of Abel. Because maybe Abel was the one, right? Whom Cain killed, but God always has another ram in the bush. And as for Seth, to him also a son was born. And this was when people begin to call it on the name of the Lord. I wonder if Adam and Eve did something different. Right. They, yeah. I think they had to. That's so good. They had to because we finally see it. They finally start to acknowledge who God is. Wow. So I think they probably had a shift in their parenting. Like, yo. Mm. It, and it might have definitely been that because even look at, you know, Eve's response, right? Um, at first, you know, we were we were playing with the idea that Eve and Adam um, could have been building up Cain's um, work ethic, right? And not really, um, really looking at Abel's, right? Because he's with the sheep, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But now we're seeing here where she comes to acknowledgement, like, hey, you know, the, the, ch the child the Lord has granted me is actually going to be in place of this son that I might not have looked at in this way, that I might not have seen through the lens of Christ, yeah. right? I mean, I have seen the full heart of him. 
and he's given she's God has given me another son. Um, and then it says that that at that time people began to call the name of the Lord. Man, that's it's just amazing. I love how you highlighted that, Doctor Josh. This is like they probably did something different because that that actually it shows. It shows like we didn't we didn't see that in the beginning when they uh, first mentioned Cain and Abel. Mm-hmm. We didn't see that, no. but now they let it be known. Like, yeah. hey, this is when it started. Yeah. So they like trained up a child in the way they should go. Yeah. <laughs> And I, and I think that's why I had issues with when Cain built the city, like he called it um, Enoch. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it would have been different if he would have called it like, um, you know how like when um, moving on to the patriarchs, when they came to a place, they would call it, you know, like the Lord is here, or like something to uh-huh. acknowledge like uh-huh. God or the presence of God. I wonder if it would have been different if even in him building the city, if he would have named it differently. Like, not in Cain's name, but I'm going to name this. You know, I, I was able to do this through the Lord's strength. Mm. I wonder if that would have even changed the trajectory for the mindset and the heart posture of his lineage. Which is interesting. And we'll get into it in chapter 6, but it's interesting that the other Enoch that comes later is, like, the opposite of the oh. spirit. Like, that's like I got my own Enoch. Right. Um, I, wow. I mean, we'll get into that later. But this, but you're right. I, I love what you said about that. I wonder... Do do we know what Enoch mean? We should look it up. Yeah, I uh, have it in my oh, uh, you have in notes. In your notes, not here with us. No, I'll look it. I'll look it up right now. Yeah, yeah. See this. See if I can just Google Shed it. Shed some light. Can you look up yeah. Seth? Because I think Seth has one too. Uh, Seth is. I think that's the chosen one. Is that what his name means? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Seth's name means something. I looked it up when I was younger. What does the name Enoch mean? Interesting. It means dedicated, trained, and disciplined. Appointed. Mm-hmm. Seth means appointed? Mm-hmm. Dedicated, trained, and disciplined. Yeah. So what was what was Enoch? Enoch, the name Enoch means dedicated, trained, and disciplined. But I can see mm-hmm. that on both sides. Yeah. Right? yeah. I can see that for the yeah. restless and the restful. Yeah. Which for is crazy. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. Wow. I don't know. I think this is a good place to to, to pause because I, I well we end in a chapter here, but like this is it's um, you see the new hope. For I sure. won't make my Star Wars reference. <laughs> you guys have not seen the Star Wars movies. We have a We're new gonna do a marathon. Yes. Last week y'all even said nothing about my shirt. I had a Star Wars shirt on. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, you said I, I, I know. It was. Like, it was. I apologize. Yeah, you got to yeah. step up your Star Wars game. <laughs> Maybe I'll get a shirt now. Yeah. Hey, we're going to watch the marathon. Yeah. We're going to watch the Star Wars marathon. Yeah, Jason, he told me it was good. So I was like, all right, bro, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Baby Yoda's cute. <laughs> Baby Yoda. <laughs> At least you, you know some it? characters. <laughs> See? Grogu. Right. <laughs> His name is Grogu. Grogu. I don't know what's happening. I don't know who that is. You will learn in time, young Padawan. You will learn. Oh, my God. I'm so confused. Hi, I'm Dr. Joshua. Bye, baby. And I'm KP. We're signing off. But never signing out. So until next time, make sure that you get Get in the text. text.